Greetings, fellow seekers, and welcome to our humble place of refuge. We're here to provide you with zany yet thoughtful and passionate takes on a variety of things from the world of arts and entertainment. These are things that help us get through the grind called life. Art rules and commerce sucks. Don't let the marketplace tell you what to consume. Let us. Will you vouch? Let's find out. Join us now for Secret Sources of Sustenance. Hey there, this is Ben and Bob back with another episode of Secret Sources of Sustenance. And uh, Bob, we're going to talk about the show The Bear here in a minute. Yes. A TV show that's currently on the air, not some old shit that we're asking people to go back and, and watch. But <laughs> one of the things I liked about the show is that it wears its emotions on its sleeve, right? Would you agree with that? 100%, yes. So I would say, uh, I just want to acknowledge how, with that in mind, right? wearing your emotions on your sleeve, how hard it is for us to get together and do this. It, yeah. is, it is difficult just to get our asses in the same room at the same time. It is, it is. But but the, the, the good <clears throat> banter between usually not about this uh, helps. It, 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 it never seems like it's as long as it is, but it's actually been... It's been a minute. Quite a while, but it feels pretty quick because as busy as everything has... Uh, yeah, and just been. so I just want to say how, high, how, how how happy I am that we are still doing this like three oh, years course. three years in absolutely and i this and, one this one was worrisome though because i felt uh horrible for, for, for the length of time and i know it, i shouldn't and i get that you should not but my, my my fear was getting out of the you know like the habit and then and then so i'm like because we try to do it once a month we try to yeah we, we've we've missed i think twice but it's generally like you know it's it's within a but I think this may be the most, or was the last one the most extended, or is this one the most extended? I don't know. I forget. We've, we've kind of been a little a little delayed here the last couple. Yeah. Um, and it would have been, it was easy. That's why I kept telling you, like, I haven't yet, but I will, I will. And then finally, I was able to kind of lock in and, and just, I mean. Go through it. Oh, and I, I, yeah, I blew, I mean, dude, I blew through this in five days total. Yeah, it's a pretty quick watch. Um, Yeah. Anyway, I mean, it, it has, it's been a while, but I have been as busy as you, I, I think, and I don't yes. know that I could have gotten to it sooner. And all I was, uh, place I was going with this is just saying, like, it, it makes it more meaningful when we do actually get together yes. and do it, because it is pretty freaking hard to make it happen. Um, and, and, and the great thing is, like, I don't, when we do this, I don't think of anything other than just, like, this is, uh, you know, the stuff that we would do, like, all the time in our youth. Now right. it's <laughs> it has to be scheduled like everything else in our lives. We literally cr- created well, you <laughs> you had the idea for a podcast that, that has turned into like basically like yeah well we ha- we we have to do our podcast which it's nice. <laughs> right. We have we have an audience. Wink wink nudge nudge right. <laughs> right. <laughs> we, we, we like I I like how you always say we get to come up for air because that is the best analogy. You really are just Yeah. You let everything kind of stand still. And, and take it in and be like, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I know I know you've had some 
you know, not just the usual family obligations, but some extra obligations, extended family and stuff like that. And we don't, we don't need to get into that, but it's just yeah. more, 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 more. And yeah. Then, yeah. It, well, it, it just, it just, it, uh, it, 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 uh, it just makes things more complex when you have, you know, you, you got the normal stuff. Yeah. And then everybody has this, and then you have these <clears throat> patches in life where things get thrown at you, and it's extra stuff, and then you're already just, and then you just let it st- start to kind of uh, overwhelm you. Uh, but but it's, this is great. I mean, I, yeah. I, I it actually, uh, you know, I don't want to use the word forcing myself to watch this, because that's not, but... but I, right, but it's got to be, it's like it's scheduled. It's like it's yeah, scheduled. Yeah, so like, for, but for, like, forcing myself to be like, okay, it's been too long, I need to get this watched was awesome though because uh it 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 gave me something to look forward to for that that week to finish this you know to finish this off because it was fantastic okay i'm glad that you you liked it i sense that that might be the case oh, we always God, yeah. try not to talk too much about it uh in between and we did shows other than and, i i think the, and we the, didn't the, the the speed uh of which i digested it yeah yeah that kind of gave it away yeah and that, I, I was like i don't need to tell him anymore until we get here but now that we're here I yeah, mean, I, I'm. I will tell you, uh, this is the most excited I've been to, to watch another episode of a show in forever. Wow! And so I, I, I don't watch a lot of uh, this. When we challenge each other, this is that. That's what I consume. So let's let's take a beat just to say the name of the show is The Bear. Yes. Uh, came out last summer. Yeah, I believe June June of last year. Right? Yeah, yeah, right? I think. Um, Eight episodes in the first season. Did get renewed for second season, yes. w- which comes out this summer, I think, is what yes. they're saying. Yes, I've read it's, a uh, bunch of articles about that as well since yeah. we watched it. It's on FX, or I think FX and Hulu, they have some kind of like special arrangement, FX and Hulu. Yeah, I didn't understand quite. I, I watched it, on obviously, on, on Hulu. On Hulu. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so it's free. Yep, yep. Uh, well, if you have Hulu, I suppose. Yeah, it's if you're free. a Hulu it's, customer. It's not extra. And I'd say it's like a, a culinary comedy drama. I mean, it's it's based around a uh, a sandwich shop in Chicago, but it's yeah. it's a dramedy. I mean, or do you, would yeah, you have no, another, no, another way to describe it's, it? It's um, I don't know. It's interesting because right away, yeah. I, I well, and we'll get into that. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. There, there's nothing really. You know, it, it's very cliche in certain. It's it's a cliche type of of story, um, but it's done in a very very unique damaged way yeah um that it's very it's like instantly i was taken by this because it's very real Uh, yeah to me it was it's like hyper realistic very grounded in reality and how people really are and yes life challenges and all that stuff yeah yeah yes and like people like trying to keep their shit together but they're falling apart you know uh you've got you know the 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 human dynamics are not just i mean a workplace but then you add the environment of you know death and family and and small businesses and that the part of of the country the desperation that one i mean it's it's incredible it's got it all yeah and it's you get like these three main characters which to me are are carmen or carmy he goes by in the show right the kind of the main character flip from shameless um lip lip, lip sorry, from flip. shameless lip. yeah I meant lip. yeah um I no, uh, that's probably a more 
common name than Lyft. Flip, flip, what's flipping? Uh, there's something. Uh, um, I don't know. I think that was like yeah, a so nick, lip. common nickname in the 50s, wasn't it? Like I, Flip? Yeah. Um, lip from Shameless, yes. Yeah, Lip from Shameless. And then it's got uh, a character named Richie, right, who to me was the comedic heart of that show. He's he's such an asshole because it's, but it's because he's coming from a place of, a pain, right? He's in a he's yeah. he's having a hard time, but all this comedy just gets milked out of that guy in so many different ways. Sadly, I sadly out of all of the characters, I, I identified most with. I was gonna say he's got a little Rick. little bob in him. A little not not like to, but but like the right. Yeah, and and it was kind of, uh, I mean, it kind of cut deep there because, you know, when they show him and you know that he, but he's like just always trying to bust balls and, like, be funny, but, like, sometimes he's just, he's not in a good... He's no, he's not, not in a, a good, good spot. No, I, I mean, think he's, that was very relatable. He's, uh... I guess he's getting divorced, or he's... he's yeah, break, I or don't he's, know. Been, he's been divorced, maybe, but but fresh. It's fresh, It's right? It's fresh, yeah. and you get the sense that he didn't want it to happen, right? And they have a, a kid, and you can tell... I, I really love the he fact that you can tell he loves, his, he loves his daughter and wants to be a good dad and doesn't like the fact that they're not together, but... It's his fault they're not together at the same time, and he kind of feels right. like a big piece of shit. And and he's like, I hated him at first. Um, oh, me but, too. But but by the end of the first episode, like when they had the the um, ball breaker, is it video ball game busters or ball breaker, ball breaker, yeah. When he went outside <laughs> with the gun, yeah. Like and what he said, I'm like, that's when I was like, all right, I love this guy now. Yeah. Like I, he that instantly was, that turned was me perfect. I mean, just the horrible jokes that he was making, making fun of the nerds. Like he's like. None of the spectral shit today. Like, you guys aren't gonna act all autistic here today. We're not dealing with it. You know, he's like, and like I know some some people. I, I read articles on this show. Like, did you see the, uh, uh, the like there's people that were like offended by it and I don't uh, know why. Yeah, like the, the I don't toxic know toxic masculinity and I'm oh like, come God. on, is it? It's just like you you said it perfectly. It's just like there is a character there in that show that anyone can identify with. Absolutely. At some point in their life. Absolutely, yeah. And then you got uh, Sydney, who was one of my favorite uh, characters as well. Young girl. Um, she's uh, real high strung. She just wants to make that place run like a well-oiled machine. She like looks up to Carmi. That's like her her idol. We find out later why that is. And she's just got, um, you know, this all these cooks and everything that are just kind of difficult to try to get to fall in line right and she's so she's up against that well uh, well and they, they've been you know so so i thought the, the other thing that maybe was subtle is is they did a very good job of showing you know these people were in a rhythm with uh carmy's brother michael yeah and their for, their old way of doing things for years and years and yeah. years and years and years and years yeah and and I really liked the that that was like the I mean it's a big part of the the show but not an uh, as an important part uh, in terms of like if you're looking at what the storylines are and where they're going but that to me was the most important part of the whole series. like the old ways versus the new ways and, and, and people the, the being change, scared to change and, and slowly get accepting it yeah but, they, but what was great is they still like some of them were fighting it to the bitter end some of them were still fighting it. Yeah. Some of them accepted it. Some yeah, some reluctantly came around to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It also like there's change inside the place, right? With the kind of the change in hands. Mm-hmm. And then there's change on the outside with like gentrification and stuff that's happening in the neighborhood. Yes. And the people that don't like change don't like the change happening on the inside or the outside. Like Richie can't stand either, right? 
Um, yeah, so just to set it up a little bit, uh, main character's name is Carmi. That's uh, Jeremy Allen White, right? Who was fantastic. They, I mean, everybody was fantastic in this. And I think he won a Golden Globe for his the episode where he's uh, at the Al-Anon meeting, kind of finally giving you some insight as to what's going on inside of his head or whatever. Um, but he was, he was great, but they all were great, but he was spectacular. Spectacular. Yeah. His, his name is, uh, Carmen goes by Carmi. Um, last name is Berzato, mm-hmm. which is kind of where the bear comes from. There's a, more to that, which we'll get into, but, uh, he's from Chicago. He leaves Chicago to become like a professionally trained chef and gets really, 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 really good at it. Like, like one of the hottest like, chefs in America, yeah, or whatever. Like he got some award for being like the, the for the, the the best new chef. Yeah. In New York or, or or whatever. I mean, he's. Yeah. Like he was getting ready. He was ascending to be. Yeah, he's working in all the top restaurants, like in the. The top, right? The top restaurant in New York City. Yeah, yeah, New right. York, and I think he worked in one in like San Francisco, mm-hmm. and he was hot shit, right? And then. He comes back to Chicago sort of reluctantly because his, his brother, who owned the family Italian beef shop, shop ends up killing himself. And he leaves Carmi the place in his will. So he comes back, kind of gives up his uh, day job of being this high-end chef and comes back to kind of save the, the restaurant. That's the, the premise, right? Right. You um, think that, anyway. You think that, yeah. That's how they set it up. Yeah, but you have these three main characters. So you got Richie, you got Sydney, you got Carmi. They're all like ticking time bombs. Yes. Like they're all super high strung, high anxiety, got trauma in their background. And at some point, like I think it's episode seven, that second from last one, it just all those things kind of come to a head and shit gets just crazy. Yeah. And when uh, we talk when we talk about that, I, I have I want to see where you where you stood, who you aligned with who I aligned uh, initially. With. Okay. Um, yeah, and then I won't get into, you know, into deep details about other the other bit players, but you got Marcus, who's like the the, bake, the baker, right? Fantastic as well. He was really good. You got Tina, who's a line cook. She's one of the ones that were, like, resistant to change and really prickly about it in the beginning. Yes, and she, well, she's just, she feels threatened by Sydney. Yeah. And and what was weird is like did did she call like I feel like she called Carmen Carmi Jeff. She did the whole series. That's what I thought okay like. Well, you know how he was calling everybody chef, and then eventually they all, they all started calling everybody chef. Chef, right? Is like uh just to like mess with them. She was saying Jeff. She was calling everybody Jeff. Okay. But okay. Especially like, Carmi. Yeah, yeah. Because I she's yeah. Hispanic, so I didn't know if it like that was her. No, it was intentional. Accent, but she was, was yeah because she was then the second time out she was like okay hey Jeff and I'm like. Wait a minute. Yeah, it was like a passive-aggressive, like, you know, okay. Okay. pushing back against change type of okay, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you got Ibrahim, who's the line cook from uh, Somalia. Um, a couple of funny mon- uh, moments with him. Uh, Angel and Manny, the dishwashers. There's uh, another line cook named Gary. I think he's the one that they think played for the Cubs, or maybe he did play for the Cubs. He was a pitcher, or he was talking about how he threw, like, a... Yeah, like, hitter or something. Yeah, like yeah. Pitcher for something. Yeah. And at one point, but is he like, being serious? Is or is, I don't know. Like okay, people, I, I people didn't seem to believe that he was on the Cubs, yeah. and they're like, "Wait a second, yeah. we actually." So, and then he starts telling the story about how he failed a drug test, and that's when he got kicked off the team. So I think he really he was really on the Cubs. Yes. yes. Uh, then you got my maybe my one of my favorite characters, Fack. 
<laughs> yeah, well, Fack's a chef in real life. Did you know that? I did not know that. that yeah. The guy that plays Fack is really a chef? Yes. Really? Yeah, in, in, in Philadelphia, he's an actor, he's a chef, he's a, like, yeah, he, Fack was was great. Yeah, him and Richie interacting together, Dude, especially. The, 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 my favorite Fack is when uh, Rich, yeah, Richie and him, Richie <laughs> just, like, picks on him. Yeah. And what does he say where he's sitting there? He's like, he's not, he's not nice. He's not nice. He's like, he, he says, but he says something, he's like, uh. Look! Look at him. He's he's hurting. He's hurting inside, or something like that. And then you oh get, yeah. And they just show Rick, and he's just standing behind there, like. Oh, Richie, you mean? Or Richie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's Just kind of like. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm right here, dude. Right. Right. And he's like, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but I, you couldn't you couldn't get a better cast of characters. No, I it, liked I liked his sister. Ab, you know that's Abby Elliott, who's Chris Elliott's daughter. Okay, that's his sister she, Sugar. Okay, she was on SNL for about four she, or five years. See, she looked very familiar. She was on SNL. Yeah, didn't God, last too Chris long. Elliot, Chris yeah, Elliott's daughter. Chris Elliott. And her husband was the best too, Pete. Yeah, he, he but plays... that's, that's not her real husband, right? That no, no, no. Show, yeah, Sorry, on the show, show yeah. her husband Pete. Yeah, Pete was just kind of a nerd, but he was a sweet. Like you felt bad for him. Oh yeah. He like... cared. He was sweet. He wanted to get everything figured out, and he was really impressed with, with Carmen and what he'd yeah. done. Yeah, I mean, he was kind of dickless with Carmen and with his yeah. wife and got pushed around, but ultimately yeah. he was super sweet guy. Um, yeah, just a nice it guy. Just, he just makes you think of the one episode. Uh, the best episode was was the, was the Xanax. The Xanax <laughs> and the ectoplasm punch. Yeah. <laughs> the like, kids got into it. There's like a pile of kids on the front lawn. He's like, uh, should we, should that, we do something? Yeah, but who plays who plays Jimmy? He's a he's a famous actor. Who? Oh, it's uh, um. Not Oliver Platt. Uh, it is Oliver, Oliver Platt. Platt. Jimmy okay. Cicero. Yeah. <laughs> when he goes, he's like, I mean, uh, what are they? Are they dead? He's like, no, 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 no. He's like, oh, they're just they're just all sleeping. He's like, yeah, I'm I'm kind of into this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just like, lets him sleep. Oh, dude, it was. <laughs> <laughs> you knew it was gonna happen because they they. I knew something was going to happen with that, but yep. I was like, oh, my God, the whole bottle fell in the punch. And dissolved, and, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, at this kid's birthday party. That was hilarious. They are all just... <laughs> Piled up. They are all together. In the yard, at the, at the, at the, at the bar, they're just... Yeah. Everybody's just... <laughs> it was so great, but but before I forget, you know, what's, what's strange is... Uh, it was very... Um, how can I how can I compare these two shows? But you may just get it if I just say it. Not not. But it was it was very. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, uh, feeling to me, in the way that it was shot, and and it was it was almost like a serious version of, it's always sunny yeah. in terms of, you know the, the friends the bust and ball but the way that it's shot and the and oh yeah the, the, the grit of it and the because it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I mean yes I know it's a comedy but like I always really liked the way that they shot that. And the way that it felt real. Yeah, kind of fly in the wall type of show. Yeah, they did a crappy bar. And, yeah. And, and, I mean, yeah. that, that kind of grit and, and humor. Yeah. You know, not, not I, it's not it, a, just like it, but you, you, you get what I'm saying. I do, yeah. I see the same the, kind of feeling. Similar, yeah. You know, same yeah, kind for of sure. look. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk a little bit here in a minute about kind of how it's cut and edited and, and stuff like that. Um, before I get there, though, you mentioned... Uh, Oliver Platt is a guest star. John Barenthal. Yeah, he's Wayne, the brother. He's the brother, he's the Punisher, Mikey. Right? Yeah, he's only in it for like an episode or two. Yeah. But he's that was a great casting job there. Yes. Uh, Joel McHale. I don't know if you yes, watched Joel uh, McHale, yeah. Yeah, Community, that show. Yeah, well, yeah. he was Talk Soup and... Yeah, he's he was been... in X-Files and... He, yeah, yeah, the... Re- all kinds re- of stuff. Yeah, he's in, yeah, he's in that new... Uh, 
And my wife wants to watch it. It looks not funny to me. Animal, oh. Animal Control. Yeah, I'm not watching that. No. Yeah. My wife's like, oh, that, <laughs> that looks funny. And I just, oh, yeah, I'll probably watch it just because she'll want to watch it. But yeah, maybe it'll surprise you. Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> um, he plays like the old executive chef that uh, Carmen used to work for that's just like abusive as shit and mm-hmm. uh, kind of a source of past trauma, different type of trauma for, uh, for Carmi. And then did you see that the, uh, the like, the moderator or the facilitator at uh, Al-Anon was Molly Ringwald? Molly Ringwald. Isn't that crazy? Yes. I And, and well, because did you do the same the same thing I did? I was like... I did a double take first yeah, time. Yeah, and, and then you're like... And it took me about two minutes. Yeah. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, my God. She doesn't look good. <laughs> she hasn't aged well, but she's 10 years older than we are, I think. Uh, so, I think she's yeah, 55, probably. 56. Yeah. Like yeah. I didn't think she was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but you always think of her as in those terms, like yeah. When she yeah was, uh, so I yeah. guess I shouldn't say she did. She didn't look awful, awful. Right, but right, like, right. Molly Ringwald is is sixteen candles. Molly Ringwald in my in head, head forever. forever. Yeah. But, but look at it. You know, I, I pass a mirror and go, holy cow, what is happening? <laughs> um, let's talk about the style. Okay. I think it's like it's got these like hyperkinetic cuts where you're like it's like just bounces around like really in this like frenzied fashion, um, really frenetic editing. And then kind of the music adds to the frenzy of it, too. Great soundtrack. Um, great soundtrack. Um, and it gives you so much information so quickly, especially yeah. in that first episode, with like no exposition, like no dialogue to explain it, just quick cut shots. And you're like, yeah, you like, you know, everything you need to know about Carmi, I think, in the first five minutes of that show. Yeah. Like, um, and it just feels like you're just downloading information at like super high speeds. And it's like, the show is like meant to appeal to our modern minds and the way that we, how fast we think and how many mm-hmm. things we think about at the mm-hmm. same time. It's, it's, it's shot like that. I don't know how to. No, I, 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 it's, it's very, um, yeah, it, it, I, I, it's very familiar, but at the same time, unique, um, maybe because of the subject matter. But like, just, I mean, just the small shots of, of that you catch, like of the food on the floor or the, like, I just appreciate It's very like, Whoever whoever did this is a very detailed and thorough person and has a has a particular vision in mind and they achieved it. I mean, yeah, it's 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 very. It's a restaurant, but everything feels so high stakes all the time. It's like it's it's a restaurant. We're talking about making sandwiches, but right. it's right. But the they, emotional baggage is what is what makes it bigger than it is. Correct. Because it's but they it make is you, a big deal. They make it. you feel it like that. You make you. It feels like the air is saturated with that anxiety. They really just dial it up. Um, they they. It, it, one of my favorite all times, probably my favorite television drama, is The Shield. I think I've told you that before. Yeah. This is very Shield like in that. I'll take your Shield and see you the wire. They create. I know. <laughs> I got. I have to. I have to still watch that. Remember, I still. That's. Yeah. I, I have to do that. One I day. Incredible. I went. I one day I'll, when I you're retired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but it it's very, and I don't know if the wire does this too. But the way that they film it, uh, it, it you, you can you get anxious, and and you get oh yeah gets in your under your skin yeah and and I I mean I, this is the, I'm like oh my god I can't wait to watch the next one I can't wait and I like you, being, that makes you want to watch more it yeah yeah it well like, because I'm very like that very in my head it's like everything yeah. is it, you know and it feels I, that, it feels like a reality to you correct and and then you you see it and you're like. You know, you know everything's not as important as you make it out to be. But if you're one of those people, like for me, it's like a to keep going thing. Mm-hmm. 
because the minute I stop caring, you're gonna crash. Or, yeah. So you're you. I am constantly looking for chaos to just keep me moving. And, and it, this show it is, captures that. Oh my god. That chaos, and I think he's using the chaos Perfectly. as like a distraction. Yeah. To avoid what he's feeling about yeah. his brother or whatever. Yeah. And that I mean, speaking of that chaos, there's like whole episodes or like these long moments where people are just basically moving around and screaming nonstop. I mean, I've never worked in a uh, kitchen. I love I love to cook. Yeah. I've never done that for a job, and I, I don't, maybe it's like that, but it feels oh, like. I'm sure it is. Um, I'm sure it is. Yeah, I think they they capture. But like that. it was funny because I was up at uh, a local plate. Well, I mean for the podcast, but you and I, but Caleb's up here. Yeah. Local local breakfast establishment. And yeah. It was coming out really of, good local breakfast oh and lunch establishment. Yeah. Dude, value galore. Like for what you get, oh, yeah. the price and the, yeah, it's fantastic. Huge servings. Yes. It, it's like 1980. You go in there, everybody's friendly. The service is all great. And everybody's smiling and happy, and yeah, it's fantastic. But I was coming out of the bathroom coming around the corner there where you walk and then they come out of the kitchen right there mm-hmm. and they were using the you know it was like the lingo yeah corner corner cr- yeah and i was just like <laughs> so now i'm very cognizant because of this show like you know behind corner oh yeah which yeah. i love that whole little lingo thing i love the you know i i'd like to see how they clearly went and researched yeah and i'm sure that people that are in that high stakes restaurant game probably all like this show or or i'm sure I, i'm sure it. they i don't know i mean they would be in a better position than me to say whether it's authentic but sure shit seems authentic to me mm-hmm. i just love the whole restaurant culture i like everybody calling each other chef i think that's something that carmy in particular introduced like it was like a sign of respect yes right even if you're not where you need to be yet you're going to get there so i'm gonna start calling you chef right now right um, I like the family style meals. How they they before yeah, the restaurant got family opens. And they make, yeah, like everybody takes their turn. Yeah. Making the meal, sitting there and eating, and they really are a family. Yeah, I they mean, really are the chosen family. You know. Yeah. Um I like, you know, like you said, the the shop talk. You know, corner. Somebody's coming around the corner. You don't want you know to knock a pan out of somebody's hand or whatever. You know, so right. you, you just tell them where you're coming. Say right. behind or right. corner, and then. um yeah, that kind of the uh, French Brigade was kind of cool to see too, yeah. which is just so like they an, instituted that. Yeah, kind of like an assembly line for like, but for like food prep, or right. like a hierarchy of. Uh, yeah, everybody, everybody has their. It's it's like a, it's it's almost yeah, it's like it's almost like a, like I would consider it like a, like a pit stop in a race. You know, everybody tire changer, gas man, jet, you know, and then they all it all happens to get the car out and yeah, in the best position. And same thing in the restaurant. Everybody knows what they're doing. And you, you, you have your role, just like if you're on a sports team, anything like that, you know? And, they, yeah. and that was cool to, like, see that. And that was some change that they did not particularly care for. No, most But of once them, they saw the results, boy, they all kind of... They all, Yeah, they, they all ended up coming around by the end, even the ones that were the most resistant to Tina, it in the beginning. Tina, Tina. I think. Yeah. Even, even she. At the I very she, end. She was the longest to, oh, yeah. to give in, but she did. Yeah, I think she... Ultimately, I think she just wanted... Uh, to be accepted by Carmi and by Sydney, right? And uh, yeah, you're right. She liked by the end of it. She warmed up to the whole thing, yeah. big time. Yeah. Um, what would you say the show is about? Because I think it's about. I think it's, it's about, about a lot of things. A lot of things that are all worth talking about. Mm-hmm. I mean, like surface level, you could say it's about the romance of cooking, but that's not really what the show is about at all. I mean, it it is. It romanticizes well, cooking. They, yeah, they use the cooking in the restaurant to really talk about. It's it to me. It's 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 about everyday life, 
and the pressures that it brings and you know then this certain character like if we're if we want to sing i mean you could single out any that's what i like about this every character even the small ones have a backstory that's pretty interesting or or an arc you know their mm-hmm. arc like the, the the marcus the guy that makes the pastries the i mean yeah that's a cool fantastic i like him i like you know they ha- they have enough to where you're invested in everybody and obviously carmy's the main person right but i mean you know i think it's about loss i think it's about yeah, grieving and yeah. family it's about siblings yeah um the sibling dynamics i think are spot on kind of yeah well especially brothers yeah like i mean essentially carmen is he only like he only went and did what he did almost out of spite to his brother because and his family because they yeah. would not let him work at the restaurant he says that uh specifically right yeah and, and, he... and he says like i ended up being good so i was going to be the best yeah, his, I mean, he he just desperately wanted his brother's approval, and his brother, for whatever reason, pushed him away, probably because he didn't want to have anything to do with that restaurant, right? He thought maybe his brother thought Carmen was better than that, wanted to push him away, mm-hmm. so wouldn't even let him in there. So that just uh, just made uh, Carmen so so angry, motivated him, motivated. Right. He was just like, okay, fuck you, watch this. I think that's how what he says, right? And then he, he goes out and becomes... That's why I put up with the shit from Joel McHale, the chef. Just I mean, because I was like, when I saw that scene, I'm like, dude, yeah. that guy would be eating my fist. Yeah. Like, But he knew he'd never work again. He, he couldn't be the best, so he just... It was almost like drill sergeant. Like that, He was like, I gotta get, it, I'm not, I just have to get through it because... It's going to sharpen my, my skills. And that and... guy is just another like, chip yeah. that he put on his shoulder. Yeah. To, to be like, okay, fine. With, with a bunch of other chips on his shoulder. Correct. The biggest one being his brother pushing yes. him out. Yes. Yeah, I mean, to me, um, it shows about, like you said, a lot of things. It's about the tension between old ways and new ways. I mean, we already touched on that. Mm-hmm. It's about, like, mentor-mentee relationships. And how unhealthy they can be how or un- how healthy they can be. Or the be. power dynamic, whatever, between the two. Yeah. yeah. Um, and egos, you know, the, the egos of, of... Oh, yeah. Even at this level of a restaurant... The egos involved of those that are preparing the food, serving the food. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's crazy. Like, um, the animosity that that was among people that you think, even at the end. Oh, of the little show, acts of sabotage and stuff, like turning the burner up to, yeah. to, uh, to spike. Um, Tina, did, Tina, Tina did that to Sydney, right? To yeah. Sydney, yeah. 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 Just little stuff like that. Um, to me, too, it's about like the panic of modern work. Because I think that kitchen feels like high anxiety high stakes like a million things kind of bearing down at you at the same time but like a lot of us would probably say the same thing about our, our jobs regardless of where you work these days just how much more is expected of you how you can't turn off your phone when you leave work you're kind of always on like his sister in that show says like that but you're drowning in that place you know but i think a lot of people feel that about the kind of state of work today yeah. compared to maybe how it used to be uh- yeah, I mean, it used to be, you know, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, you know, everybody get off work after 5 o'clock, you, just, you know, there are still some people that do that, but if you want to get ahead and you want to, you're, I mean, you're basically always on call. Yeah, you yeah. Um, I do think, too, it's about kind of taking care of in, in what you do and honing your craft and, like, chasing perfection mm-hmm. and sometimes in healthy ways and sometimes in un- unhealthy ways to, like, block out other, yeah. other stuff, but yeah. it's about just going after something trying to be the best at what you you do just that inner fuel that you know motivates you to do that yes 
Um, and I think it's about family too, or like, you know, friends as chosen family, or in this case, coworkers as chosen family. Um, I like how they, they always say, I see a chef or heard, heard chef. Like family is a place where you go or where, where you're, you feel seen and heard. And so they're always saying to each other, heard, or I see a chef. Like I, I acknowledge what you're saying. I understand yes. like, where you're coming from. Yes. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And, and it also, though, it also is just like a real family, like the dysfunction. Totally. Like, There's a lot, a lot of dysfunction. Of, but, but like. Sounds like his parents, you don't see his parents on screen. I think his dad's like dead on the show and his mom's around, but you don't see her. But it sounds like they were both pretty, uh, pretty big pieces of work. As yeah, well. and I, I wonder if we'll if we'll see more of that as in the second, the second season? season. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of things that you're you're left. I mean, even things that really don't have much to do with the story per se. I'm like, well, wait a minute, because I'm the same way. I'm like, what happened to the dad? How does he like the mom? Like what? Yeah. Know, now you want to get into like what what's the, what's the dynamic here? What what happened? Well, there's you know? so there's room to explore that stuff in the second season. Part of me was kind of just almost disappointed when I heard they were making a second season because I thought that was just such a perfect. Yeah. Eight episodes. I'm like, you're opening it up and you're kind of. I know. I'm excited and nervous at the same time. Same, t- which you get about anything that's that good. The, yeah, or something that you really like. Yeah. yeah. But I'm gonna watch it. Don't get me wrong. Oh, 100 totally, percent. And there is stuff I'm interested in, like you're talking about, yeah. that they did not get a chance to get into. Well, and like explain things. Like I mean, it le- it's left so open ended. Like it, like you said, it's a perfect ending. But at the same time, I mean, it's like there's so many questions that I have. Yeah. That they can easily explore. Yeah. So, so I'm okay. I, I feel positive about the second season. So do I. And like, but this seems to me like, look. I think it's gonna... in good hands. It feels like it's in. Yeah, but I think this is a this is a let's wrap it up in three seasons and shut her down and be great and walk away on top. I I agree. Feeling, well, know? like I was thinking about like, how do you make drama out of a <laughs> a sandwich shop place that sells Italian beef sandwiches, right? And and because like. I remember I didn't, I watched ER like when that was first came out first couple of years and like there's all kinds of different medical emergencies and shit that can happen. Natural disasters outside of the hospital that bring all this trauma in, right? But you're like, it's a, it's a sandwich shop. Like what, what can fuel? Well, and also, the, but, but there's also, a lot, there's a lot of things. No, there is a lot of things because they make it very personal, but it's also, it's all the feeling that I get from this show is not a longevity thing. It's like, I want to be. Like, and that's what I'm nervous about because, like, I'm not I, like I said, I was very, very uh, touched uh, by this shit. Like, yeah, especially I mean, it's, the way it comes together at the end there. Yeah, and it's it's like a legit. I went away going, I'm not gonna lie, that's one of the best pieces of that's one of the best seasons of television that I've ever seen. I feel the same way for, for the way that the things that I like. I'm, I get it's probably my favorite show from last year. Oh, dude, it, I it, mean, and you know me, I don't watch a lot of the new like, but I was I was like blown away. Yeah, I was like, this is. This is some good shit. Like I, I, that's I want, good. You know, that's high I, praise, Bob. That's oh, dude, it high was praise. It was. I feel the same way. It was great. I, I'm glad that it resonated the same oh, same way with you. Great, great choice. Well, Thank you for and, that. And critics <laughs> and uh, you know everyday people thought the same thing. It's it's really high, highly regarded by both. I mean, it's Rotten Tomato scores through the roof. Yeah, and, I saw. I checked that out too. Yeah. Because um, I instantly am like, is this. Why have I not heard of like what? What's, but there's so much stuff. There's so much. It gets. It's like white noise. There's so much we're stuff. Age. Like we're not. Our ears not on the pulse of. I like to think my ears. On the pulse. I keep up with shit. I mean, I do I, I to do. a degree, but there's certain uh, things that I'm like. That yeah, there's still stuff that gets past you for sure. Yeah. And the other thing, like I was saying, like there's so much white noise. It's there's so much 
content that like it all drowns it drowns itself out. Well, that's like, what I told you. I've, I've said it a million times. There's so much I just have given up on a lot. I just I can't. I'm con- did you see that? Did you see that? Did you see that? And then I'm like, yeah, It'll give you anxiety thinking about all the shit that you're so I've, missing. I've, that yeah, yeah. So I, I spend my nights watching you know A Team reruns with my son until he falls asleep, <laughs> yeah. and that's like my happy place. You know, it's like yeah. But this was fan. This is. Uh, We'll talk about those the of you that are listening. Just, like, stop the podcast now and go watch it, and then come back to this podcast if you haven't watched it. Like, this is one of those ones where, like, I don't know people that listen if they if they will Actually. listen if they haven't. Like, I'm sure there's some people that will listen even though they've never seen it. You know, which I, I hope that most people would listen to a little bit, and if it sounds interesting, stop and and go watch it. But like, that's what I'm saying to this one. Don't like if you haven't seen this, go binge watch it because you will. Yeah. And then come back. Probably and, in a week, you know. You do, yeah. You can do a, two episodes a night, and you're only committing. Because most of them are 20 to 30 minutes, except for the finale. I think it's like 41 or 48 minutes or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's easy. It goes, it goes quick. About an hour and a half, you can get three, four episodes. Yeah. Let's. So, you, want, you want to talk about the music on this? Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah. So, so you got... Uh, very, very detailed there as well. Like very Chicago detailed. Chicago artists and... Yes. You know. Um... Got some Pearl Jam on there, Animal. Uh, He's not Chicago, but there are Will. They're not, but you know, Vetter's got that like connection to. He's a Cubs Cubs. fan. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Um, Genesis into deep. Yeah. Um, REM. I know you're not a big REM guy, but that "Oh My Heart" song is great. That is a good song. Yeah. Uh, David Byrne, One Fine Day. Yes. Uh, got some LCD sound system called The Police. Yes. Another one of my favorites. Radiohead. Yes. Top band of all time for me. Let down when they end that. That episode was let down, yeah. and it cuts to his brother smiling like, "Oh, dude. I got chills, like hair on my arms standing the, yeah. up." Yeah, no, um, that was a great, and I loved his and his brother smiling like that. Like it was just a good. It was great. Good heartwarming. Oh feel. yeah, right after the the shot of the whole family kind of, or the whole uh, restaurant sitting down and having their family and dinner, and it's, everybody's there, including his sister and yes. people we've met throughout the first season that don't work there. Uh, three Wilco songs. Yeah. Starts with Via Chicago. Yep. Yep. Which I will say, uh, as acoustic guitar songs go, I think that's got like the, maybe the best chord progression of maybe any acoustic song. It's definitely one that um, you don't ever forget. No. And you don't ever tire. I don't ever tire of that song, especially. I mean, but you see it live, and it's like, holy cow. Yeah. You know, it, it's and and Wilco Chicago and like that. But the only that is the, what's funny is. Uh, um, I did not like the way that they used Spider's Kid Smoke because it, the way they like, drug it out so long. I'm trying and it to. Was rem- like, I, I'm honestly drawing a blank. I know I'm. It, I remember it. I remember pointing out to you that. Yeah, it's it, in there, but I don't remember where it was used in the in the show. I can't remember what episode, but the way that they did it, they kept like stopping and then coming back to it. Oh, uh, okay. Like start, stop, start, stop. And it was just like a weird. Uneven thing. Yeah, like, and it wasn't in order. It was. It, it was very minute but the only reason i'm a, we're wilco fans right so your ear is instantly drawn how are they going to use this what are they going to yeah so that was i was and like so that oh, first oh, episode oh, when they play via chicago i'm like i'm in yeah and then uh well dude and the one that you found of that chicago rapper i had never heard of him but i i did like you i looked at the soundtrack you know he, that song i gave you that song is about fire, steve bartman it, yes. it's about steve yeah. bartman <laughs> don't blame steve <laughs> right yeah, like, so that band's got to be i didn't research the band at all but they've got to be from chicago yeah, yes and they're coming to the defense of poor Steve Bartman, who uh, cost the Cubbies the uh, the well, game. Well, the Cubbies yeah. cost the Cubbies, but they blame but Steve they blame, Bartman. Yeah. 
I still There's a great thirty for thirty on that, by the way. I still remember like where I was when that happened and it was just like what an idiot. I mean, what an idiot. I remember it too. Thank God that poor bastard can come out of his shell now because they've won the World Series, but I mean, dude, people wanted to kill him. Oh, I know. I know. I it was intense. It had to be intense to be be him. I think he had a he had a move and everything, right? Yeah, like he it did, was yeah. almost um, witness protection type stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a Sufjan Stevens song, Chicago, on there, too, yes, and it's like a that's... demo version that's really good. Yes. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so speaking of Chicago, a lot of Chicago-centric stuff in that show besides the music. We just talked about mm-hmm. the music, but calling everybody uh, my guy. Yeah. What's up, my guy? You remember Chuck doing that? Ch- yeah. Our mutual, yeah, yeah, yeah. mutual friend Chuck when yeah. he lived here from Chicago, but he lived here for a few years and played, played, softball, played softball with him. Together, and yeah. He was always saying, "My guy, when it's a guy," and I'm, first time I was like, "Is this guy fucking with me?" Like, no, dude, that's I, just that's just what they do. Or cousin, really cousin, yeah, I love the cousin, the cousin back and forth. Yeah, and I um, think that's more of like an Italian Chicago thing. It must know? be, although. Because then that kind of bled over into the black culture where they call everybody. Cu- I remember when we were like in the nineties, like cuz, so, like Snoop Dogg would do it all the time, and he still does. Yeah, he it's, still but does. It's, what I like about the cuz thing is it's universal. Yeah. So like now at this point in human history, like. Black, white, Mexican, whatever. Like, we can say, all, it's okay to use we cousin. We can all call each other. Yeah, like, what's up, cuz? Um, <laughs> I do that to my cousin. I always have. What's up, cuz? Yeah. My one cousin. That's what we all, what's up, cuz? That's like our, just the two of us. I don't do it to any other cousin. Well, the thing I was going to tell you that cracks me up about Richie is like, he's he's like a, a lanky, like skinny Polish guy trying to be like Italian. an Italian tough guy. Yeah. Like with the Adidas track pants. I know. And like, well, he has like this Russian <laughs> drug dealer look to him sometimes, like. But I love him. What's he say about if shit if shit winds up get, popping off that he's gonna have to go use he's his a, big boy voice or whatever? Like it's so funny. He's I mean he's he's the best. But, but he's actually like kind of secretly a tough guy too. Like you think because you at first yeah you think he's he kinda gets like stabbed in the bullshit, ass. But he like is yeah he's he is kind of hardcore. Like, um, he is yeah. Uh, I don't have a whole lot more. I do want to talk about some of the. The funnier stuff. That ball breaker video game is great. That that whole concept was fantastic. That, and then I love I love where he's like, How long's it been since we you know, cash these cash these things out? Oh, the coins out yeah, of the machine, the, yeah. And they hadn't done it for us, so he that's why I had to get the money to buy the the meat that meat, one day. Yeah. It was the first episode, I think, the end of the first episode, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so this ball breaker video game for the, you know, fifty listeners out there. It's like Street Fighter 2, except it's all nut shots. <laughs> like the, so it's called Ball Breaker. But there's this like surreal moment, I think towards the end of the first season, where uh, Fack is talking to the, the game Ball Breaker. And he says, uh, Fack asks the, the video game character if he's if he feels sad. And the video game character says, of course I feel sad, but I keep it all inside. It helps me beat the shit out of people. <laughs> Which just, I was in tears laughing at that one. Dude, it it yeah, in fact, in fact, like the the he can he can fix everything, right? Yeah. He wants to work there, which they eventually. Yeah, he's like uh like a, a, a handyman kind of fix it all type of guy. Yeah. Yeah. And they pay him in food. They pay know? him in food. He basically he's like, goes there to hang out and eat all the time. He's like a family friend, and he yeah. you know he's friends with Richie, and he was friends with with Mikey when he was alive, right. and just hangs out. Um, that one of the funniest scenes is when uh, he's fixing that toilet and Richie's behind him, like pretending he's he's banging him. 
from from behind and then they wind up fighting and then i think in that same episode richie winds up giving him a, a job interview that yeah it's like all the same yeah all the, yeah that was because he said you you gonna work here you wouldn't work here you want to prove yourself because they that's yeah. like the second to the last right or was that in the last one uh I think it's second it to was the towards last. the end i don't remember yeah. which one but that was great um the running joke about DeVry Technical Institute was great. Oh, didn't DeVry teach you that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all these moments, I'm telling you, they all center around Richie. Like, even he's having that conversation with Ibrahim after he gets stabbed. And Ibrahim, he's like, tell me about, you know, all the conflict, right? And, um, oh, you know, where Somalia. you grew up in, in Somalia, because oh, yeah. he's yeah. from Somalia. And he's talking about Mogadishu and the helicopter's going down. He's like, wait a second, Black, Black Hawk, Hawk Down? Yeah. yeah. It's mine's like blown. He's getting his ass treated for a stab wound, and he makes that connection that Ibrahim was at Mogadishu when Black Hawk Down happened. Um, or the story about them being at the bar at 6:45 in the morning. Yeah, and that was kind of sad. Where that chick was like. That was so you were at a bar at 6:45 in the morning. Yeah. But like yeah. Chelios, I'm a big hockey guy. So yeah, like yeah. Chelios when he was with the Blackhawks is in Bill the story. Denny Savard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, see Bill Murray, the Chicago. They they keep it real Chicago. They keep it real, which real is cool. Chicago. Um, yeah. What else? Uh, I mean, my favorite moments of the show. You kind of learn why Sydney wants to become. Well, the I, chef. And I, I don't even think we should talk. Like we we talked about how perfect the ending is, but mm-hmm. I think this is one where like let's not talk not, about what not happened. talk about it because this is so. It's 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 recent. It is recent. Yeah, and it's so good i implore yeah. everyone listening to this just to watch it yeah we probably to, should to, hold off to 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 watch it no we could he, talk he, about but like he wins uh jeremy allen white won a, a golden globe for that performance when yeah. he's when he sits down at the allen meeting and it all comes out all of his motivations talking about yeah he just brother. lets it he, he lets, lets it, it all let, go yeah and that episode i love is, that coat that he wears that like tweed that is pretty it's sweet cool, coat yeah, it's a cool i don't i love it yeah yeah and it and then like what happens in that episode it's just so perfectly staged and the way it all comes together and we we won't go into the details like look we, we we we've talked about it and we'll, we'll summarize it like you know his brother commits suicide shoots himself leaves the restaurant and then of course there's a bunch of unopened questions and like ben had touched on that you know he wouldn't let his he would carmen wasn't allowed to work in the restaurant all he ever wanted to do was impress his brother. He idolized him. He looked up to him. Um, and and really what this is about is Carmen coming here. Not he. It's it's not he pretends it's to say, but he's doing it really because it's his brother's restaurant. But he's also like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to turn this shithole around to prove him because he's still mad at him, right? He's still mad at him. He's, I think he's until the very end when he gets the letter. Yeah, yeah. And that he's, was I think he's, another he's trying fantastic. to fix his brother. Yeah. He's trying to fix the the his family by fixing the restaurant. Because well, he, and he, if he can do that, he can then justify the feeling that he has towards his brother. To like, it's a very, it's a very complex thing. Him and his brother. Yeah. Like it's it it it, it it's it's so deep into Carmen's psyche. Yeah, that he is driven by his brother in some way or shape or form for to do in everything that he. Did. It was his older brother. I mean, he he looked up to him. He just wanted to be like him. They talk about how his older brother was just like fun-loving, gregarious, hilarious guy, 
right? He just, and... Uh, well, and the pain that Rick, that you see Rick have... Oh, Richie, yeah. Richie, yeah. yeah. Call, did, did they ever call him Rick? Why do I call Cicero him Cicero does just to mess with him. Cicero That's calls Richie call Rick to that mess with him. Been, yeah, yeah. Him, I think, yeah. But he, his hurt and his, like, you find you find out, like... You find out everybody that, loved Mikey. Yeah, but Tina. But, but the dumb, like, the, the way that they try to portray, like, the, the, they were very, very clever with the way that they portrayed Richie. Yeah. Because Richie, obviously, I mean, next to to Carmi, to me, Richie is actually the most complex character. But he plays a dipshit on purpose because he doesn't know how to emote. He's a very emotionally immature, and his whole world. I mean, Michael was his whole world. Michael was as important to Richard. Well, he says as, as much at the end, right? Correct. And as when, Carmi. When Carmi gets him out of jail, he's like, "You're all I got, cuz." And that's the that first mo- time that moment that you, got me. Oh, dude, that was great. And and but but like the 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 acting the acting without saying anything, um, that Jeremy Allen um, White did there in that scene was spectacular. And it goes on for a while, you know, it goes yes. on for a while, and he's. But Ben, that's like that was real. Like yeah. they let that scene breathe, and yeah. that's how it would be. It you can like, you uh... can identify with that relationship. We've all had friends or cousins or family members like that where you you just or friends like you've you've. You've busted balls your whole life, but like, you love them more than. But you'll never let them know. They'll never let you know. Like until something happens that's monumental, and then it's an unspoken thing because both people can't reciprocate it at the same time. Right. You know what I mean? Like they couldn't both. Well. Like and, Richard and, broke down and Richie broke down and said it. Yeah. But the way Carmi acted, you knew like he reciprocated it without saying anything, but he was still kind of like. Yeah. Like. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't a happy little TV show movie. It was real shit. It was real. Like, I don't yeah. know what to say here. I don't know what to do, man. I, I, I love you too, but I'm not gonna say it. I'm not. You just. I'm. I'm here bailing you out. I'm here getting you out of jail. Like you. Oh, you're talking about the scene where he he picks him up. Yeah. Because oh, Carmi doesn't reciprocate after he says you're all after, I got. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was him. That was him Opening reciprocating up. when he, when he picked him up. Oh from, yeah. From jail. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That's all I needed. I didn't need. They didn't have dialogue. They didn't. If you're, if you have a oh, ray the, in your head, the fact head, that you... yeah, oh yeah, okay. Now, now I'm picking up what you're laying down. I mean, the fact that Carmi was sitting there out in, in the waiting room, of, the I guess, of, night. of the the entire night, waiting for Richie, hoping that Richie would would get out, and Richie got out, and that said all you needed to say. Yeah. And, yeah, and then Richie telling him, you know, you're all, you're I, all got I got. Cut. Yeah, it was. He... Yeah, yeah. So that was like. All right, we moved. Perfect. That, they, they, they've locked those two. So, like, now, now that relationship will be a brother relationship, in my opinion. Yeah. I think it'll parallel what he didn't have with... with. Yeah, it's almost like Carmen becomes a replacement for Mikey to Richie. You know, right, or, and, vice, and versa. vice versa. as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think... Because uh... he's gregarious, he's very... Like, Richie was a wannabe Michael. He wanted to be Michael. So, guess what, now... That they're figuring their shit out. I feel like he is going to be Michael to Carmen, yeah. and it's going to give him some worth, and then he's going to grow up, and then Car, it it'll all find its way of reconciling. Some, I think that's somewhere. I think that's way. right. I also liked uh, Sydney and Carmi reconciling yeah. there in the way that that. I was hit or miss. Fantastic actress, by the way. Oh, she was great. But she did her job. Like I mean, I I really liked her. I hated her. I, you know, it. it I mean, you can say the same thing about all the characters, all, though. Yes. That they all—they're just very—they're all prick, human beings. all prickly. Yes. Because they're all in 
in pain for various reasons. And it kind of comes over the, co the course of the season. Why, like what's eating at each of them. In her case, she tried opening a business out of her, uh, home out of a garage and it went under and it got too big, too fast. Cause it was, I guess, so popular and so good. Right. And then she took out a big line of credit so and now she's living with her parents lived back living with her parents. Right. And, uh, she brings like the business sense that Carmi doesn't have. Car Carmi's like, top chef super talented and she's a really good chef herself but right. she's got a business mind on her right. i think that he doesn't necessarily well, even have interest like, in Car carmy's like um he's gonna find a way to get it done and I, I related to that like he may not be doing everything the right way but he's like i'll figure it out like we'll figure it out yep you know yep and then he doesn't want to show that he's overwhelmed, but he gets overwhelmed like oh, that, really easily, it, it and then comes, when it comes out. to that head. And like that was the that was the thing I wanted to talk to you about is like I, and maybe because you you realize oh my god I'm ugh, I I would be, do that same thing, but like I would have acted the exact same way he acted when he lost his shit, like when she left the pre order thing on and all that started popping through, and then he's back there trying to make donuts. I mean, yeah. I completely identified with looking out of you know, his eyes when that happened. Yeah. It's like, no, guys. I, I totally get it. At the same time, it would be at the, uh, horrible to be at the receiving end. Of no, it, even uh, if it was your yes. fault. You know yes, what I mean? Like, because, yes, yes. yeah. And then that was the episode when I said, like, all three of them are, like, ticking time bombs. And then everything comes to a head where, like, Sydney and Richie get into it. She ends up, like, sort of accidentally, was it accidentally stabbing Richie in the ass? No, she held it. <laughs> yeah, it was accident. Well, no, you think so? You, cause, like, I don't know. I mean, you think was it was like, real? Whole, well, I think she just wasn't going to move it there and was like, if he backs up, he backs up. <laughs> and he did, and she went and, and he just did. his ass with a knife. <laughs> yeah. Which... And it wasn't a little bit. I mean... <laughs> no, she got him pretty good. Yeah. She got him pretty good. And uh, so, yeah, that happens. And then uh, Carmi, you know, goes off, has a major meltdown, right? Makes Sydney feel like shit, which it was kind of her, her fault, right, for yeah. the screw-up. Makes Marcus feel like shit because he's not doing what he's but what he was supposed to be doing right which again but, but they're again, all they're all like rightly upset yeah but like because yeah well because they're all upset so like they acted in being upset because like i didn't get like at that moment it wasn't to me i didn't find it insulting that he slapped his cinnamon rolls and donuts was like what are you are you kidding me like right any other time I would be like, oh my God, chef, this is fantastic. But it's like, you're going to, you lack see of what's the going lack of focus on. in that moment. Yeah. You see what's going on here and you're going to step to me with your stupid donuts. Like right. I totally was like, I would have done this. Like, get, them, yeah. get it out of my face. You that know, great and, scene though, where he picks up, picks it up off the floor and eats it. And he's like, I'll be damned. Like it's, it's the best donut ever. Like that was great too. I know. It was that fantastic. was great. Well, and then when they all, and like, just like you do in regular, you calm down yeah. and you, Make, a man, a make amends think, and apologize. And then you and, decide, like, okay, I'll, I'll apologize for this. I'm not going to apologize for this. I'm going to stick by what I said here. I'm going to... It's just a fantastic That's what I show. love when they, they make amends and then she comes back as they're finding the what they find. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, uh, and then, like, they instantly are okay. And you, well, know, you know that they're okay because they're speaking shorthand about their new concept. Yes. But there's still some... Probably. There's still some shit there. Probably even with 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 Marcus, but yeah. but but they it's it's more than that, right? So like they're bound by loyalty already to each other. Yeah. For what they've already been through, gone together. through and accomplished, and 
they've been in war together and you know and it's moving in the right direction like you you see yeah. even before what happens happens you 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 see okay they're figuring this they're figuring this out you know so yeah i'm dude i'm totally i'm really excited for for the second season great same here. You gonna watch it as Great it airs, show. or when you can get to it, or is it gonna be like I'm, appointment viewing for no, you? No, I'm gonna try. Yeah, I'm gonna try when it when it comes out in June or July, whenever it comes yeah, out. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna try. And and my wife enjoyed it, probably not as much as I did, um, but she did. Good. Enjoy it. And so she I stuck with it the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah. We fin- I mean, she was. My my wife also enjoyed it, and probably would echo your sentiments. That maybe not as much as I did. Like the enthusiasm that, you know. It's oozing out now, but she she did really like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, my favorite line <laughs> is uh, after Richie gets stabbed and he's like Abraham Abraham's like helping him out. He's like limping away and he says, uh, "What happens if you get stabbed in the asshole? You can't sew an asshole." Oh, that's and Ibrahim, right. who's from Somalia, goes, "I sewed an asshole before. You can do it." <laughs> that was that was great. You can't. You can't sew an asshole. You can't sew an asshole. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad you, you uh, oh, really enjoyed it. It was. And uh, I thought you would. I thought. I didn't want to offend you, but I was like, there's a little bit of Bob in in Richie. I would. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. just just the ranting. He's got some great <laughs> rants. His rants go. It's it's funny because I, I, uh, you know, 15 years ago I might have not like it's it's amazing and and we've talked about this off air too, but like the older you get. You know, if you are any kind of a person who thinks philosophically about anything, mm-hmm. you become very, you start to become very self-aware. And you, you know, I've always been able to make fun of myself. That's not the or at problem. Least you, yeah, you hope you're, you're self-aware and you do become so, you get to know yourself. Yeah, yeah, and there are certain things though, like throughout your life that you, um, that you, like they're off limits for even your friends to, like you for some reason that like that's where I draw the line. Like you're not gonna say this about me. Or or if you get really <clears> mad <throat> about things that people say about you, it's because it's true, generally. It's a little too close to, it to does. home. It does. But yeah. but watching that now, like going through like when I when when he won me over, I'm like the reason he won me over is because that's like what he did there is exactly something that I would have zero problem doing. Which part? When he comes out and he's like pulls oh, the gun yeah, off yeah. and he's like, All right, everybody's going to buy a sandwich for an entry fee. And he like lays down all the things all the and, he's rules, like, yeah. and then he's making fun of them nerds and like, you know, I'm like, yeah. Okay. All right. I totally, yeah, well, that's, that's the, when I was first reminded of you, <laughs> oh, not yeah. the entire character of not it, the, it, not the, like the macho part of him. That's not no. like, you know, but the fun, the fun, the, the constant, don't, don't make me use my big boy voice. Well, and the constant, <laughs> like him just always talking and, and, holding court and just wanting to joke and like I identify with that too yeah. because it made me think back at jobs where they're like dude will you sh- just get away from me Let's stop talking to me there's like, so much more <laughs> shit I picked up on my second time uh, around and a lot of it was Richie centric you know they, he he was the best he, he, he they were all they were all really really <laughs> good and and Jimmy like Oliver Platt's character is small yeah but very good he brought the gravitas to that role so you know what I mean it's like this is got this guy is your uncle, but you also have to be afraid of him, right? He was, he was. Uh, right, and he knows he's a he knows he's a piece of trash. Like I think so. Like he 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 doesn't hide the fact that he's like. Yeah. Like he'll tell him straight up, like. Like hey, your brother owed me three hundred thousand dollars. You. Now you do. Yeah. 
I, don't, I mean, I'm not. I should kill you. I, I should be here to break your legs. You know, he says I should be breaking your legs. Right, but, but I'm gonna let you give me the opportunity. You, to, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he wants that building, but even he wants to see Carmen succeed. You can tell I, that. I think that's right. Yeah. And he and he loves Richie. Like they, but like it, it's just Rick. <laughs> just watch Rick. the show. It's it's so good. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's so good. So you vouch. Oh, dude, are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. This was, I needed this, uh, for various reasons and I thank you for recommending it because it, it gave me a little, like, I thought you might like, uh, something to look forward to, you know, it was inspiring Mm -hmm. in a way, like there's shows like this that, uh, make you feel alive. Right. And like David Foster Wallace used to say like that, purpose of great fiction is to make you feel like a fucking human being and like this tv show it makes you it, it feels like real life and this it makes TV you show feel is alive like a, is like an album that you love it is it is it, it gives um, you the same feeling of a really good album that you listen to your whole life like over and over and over and that you constantly will go back and hear new things feel new ways so like as you change you know you grow older like when you're 16, this album was this. When you're 25, you appreciate you're a different character's perspective than more than you did, or right. whatever. Right. Yeah, it's fantastic. It, it is. Just, it's just really again, good. it's not, and it's not a show about cooking, but I do, I do love how it romanticizes cooking, and I, cooking to me is just an, another form of creativity. And like you look at a, a, a recipe, and to me that's like guitar tablature. And then, like, what you, your little twist or variation on the recipe is, like, when you improv, you know, yeah, playing music or whatever. <laughs> it's, to me, that's all, like, you know, movies, TVs, uh, you know, music, cooking, sculpture. It's all the same thing. Just It's just kind of coming out in a different form or, or, yeah, or fashion. Yeah, yeah. Well, or, or, it, or it gives you, it, it, for people that are into that kind of stuff, um, you know, like, you can't ever be in, inside somebody's head, but like, you know, like when we talk about like an album that we like or a band or like, and we've talked about it on the show a million times, but like the, the, it, it, you and I can, can like with this show, uh, people that like stuff like that or like, it, it's a, it's like almost an unknown, like, okay, like, I think this is probably what that person thinks. And then you talk about it and you're like, it's the closest thing that you, you, if I took your brain and put it in my head, yeah, seventy five percent of it would be the same as if I put my on. on yeah, this you're topic. doing this move where you're pretending you're handing me your helmet. Like this is what's in my head, giving it to you. Does it jive with what's in your head? And you're like, yep, it clicks. Yeah, and you, yeah, right. Um, right. And and you 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 said it best out of everything that we've discussed on this episode about the bear. Um, it it, what I was looking for, you just stated it a couple minutes ago, is where you said, uh, it makes you feel alive. Yeah. Which is which is what we're talking about here, but you're, it it does make you feel very. It's feel good, even though it's it's depressing and sad. It's it's feel good at the end. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's 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 real. It's it's like look, there's still a lot of crap going on, and life still sucks, and you still got to wear your helmet. But there's these little moments that make it worth it. Yeah, and that's what this show does. Yeah, you know, a lot a lot of it's about community. A lot of it's about yeah. relationships and yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was great. I love it. I love it too. Um, it was great. It was great. I, I love to cook. I do it a lot. I cook probably most of the meals for us, but you don't I, have I do to be a well. fan of cooking to appreciate this show because it's, it's not really what it's about. Well, and, and 
what's funny is like one of my still to this day like i and it, it made it, it inspired me a bit to like not completely give up but like i've i have always wanted to open a gourmet hot dog place like i i mean and so seeing this yeah it's like man like it, it got me kind of like juiced up again like to do that i'm not too old i can you know i can like it but it's tough like and you see it and it's tough and oh yeah my god are you gonna make it are you gonna you know just like you said it's like even if you're not a cook if you just like if you understand anyone that's worked in a restaurant or you've been in one or like you know i I would say the two of us are similar and we're very like you go out and you're very you, you pay attention to detail and so like when i go into restaurants i mean i'm looking at yeah Oh, that sign. I wonder how old that is. Well, this is kind of cool. I bet that's the original. You know, I got the donut shop that I go up to. That Taken I've in the world. It's got, yeah, it's got the same turquoise green and white tiles, the same old register, the same donut fryer. They keep fixing, you know, it's just... You're talking about Fluffy Fresh? No, no, it's called Holtz in, uh, okay. in Grandview. It's, I've been going there since I was literally four well, years Fluffy old. Fresh is pretty damn good, Dude, too. Dude, I'm telling you have, you. have you had Holtz before? No, I have not. You gotta try Holtz. I have not. But after watching that show, I want some donuts, yeah. man. I want a jelly <laughs> I know, donut. I well, that's what I... That's why I made the donut store analogy subconsciously. That did look like a pretty damn good donut it, by the, the one he like, well, came up with that, at the end. I wanted some of that chocolate cake. Oh yeah, like it looks super like, dense and yeah. And like that that moment where he was he was muscle memorying like four inch pieces. Yeah. Or two, whatever it was, but he. Yeah, just doing so it he was so many. practicing on the lines to where then in your head you're just like, all right, that's two inches, that's two inches. I mean, that's detail. Like I appreciated oh, that little cutting the uh, masking tape, the green masking yes, tape. Yes, he had it lined out perfectly in size, yeah. so he could. He wanted to just get muscle memory to know that. Yeah. Just That's what I mean. Like it's just I appreciate I appreciate anybody, regardless of what field you're in, like honing your craft and no, getting really good at that thing that you do. I, and that is on full display in this show. Yes. Everybody just honing their skills. And they're all inspired, I think, by by him, by Carmi, and by Sydney to a degree. But like and it's cool to watch everybody better themselves. Yes. You know, get get better at what they're doing and then like get more out of their work because they're getting better. Um Well and when you see when you see somebody that that like you said i don't care what it is um when you see somebody do their their skill at a high level yeah it makes you want to do like want to do that whatever your thing like is. whatever yeah like i i it's that I, whole ten thousand hours thing that you know it's fat and you see and then it, it like my like i have a, a the guy that since i was 16 has fit like when you wreck your car body guy mm-hmm. and it he is amazing yeah, and I, I just working with metal, you know, and the things that he can make, you know, oh, they're they're gonna total it, you know, and then he'll, and it's just, but like anybody at a high level, and you can notice, and you can notice that, like not being and, in their and field. There's, there's all kinds of different ways to be smart and to be, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, like you gotta find your find your niche, your niche, yeah, your... trades or or whatever, you know. People are smart in a million different ways, brilliant in a million. And that's the other ways. thing and you I, learn as you get older is is you. You know, I, 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 I mean, I still am a very judgmental person, but I've gotten better about, I've never thought that I'm better than anyone, but I have thought that I'm better than people. Like, but does that make sense? Like, I, I wouldn't openly say, but like in your head, there are some cases where you're like, oh, well, if I, you know, but, but as you get older and you see somebody like, you know, where I work and I go out in a warehouse and, and these people are doing the same mundane task day in and day out. But they're putting their all into it, like. Dude, but like just being able to mentally get yourself somewhere to do the same exact thing, 
for eight hours a day. Yeah. It's incredible. I couldn't do that. So, so, so I like think it you requires said, you, a certain degree of attention that keeps you in the moment such that it's not boring. And I think you, if you pay attention closely enough to anything, it can become interesting. I think it yes. would like surprise you, you challenge yourself. You do. Yeah. Yeah. But, but so, so you learn to respect things and people and professions that you may not have respected as a young person Yeah. because of the stigma that was put on them or the, or, or whatever it may be. But I mean, that's, that's art. Like when, when, when that dude I know fixes cars and I mean, that's art. It is. And, and oh, you, you go do it. That's yeah. what I, go do it. Go figure it out. You, right. You, like, There's no way. To that's do it why, well, like, you almost like it, he, he's an artist. And, and that's, yeah. And, and he gets to see, and you know how, you know how rewarding that would be. Like you, you, I did that. That right. person's driving that vehicle every single day. Yeah. They said it couldn't have been, it couldn't be fixed. Or even people that I like remodel it. bathrooms. Anything. Every right? house they drive by in town, it's like, I made that. I made a gorgeous bathroom in there from a piece of shit. Yeah. You know? That those people are loving every day. That person takes a dump. Yeah. They look around seeing, what I do. Seeing your work in tangible form, yeah. got to be rewarding. Even yeah. if somebody eats it five minutes later, you know, and it's gone. Um, yeah, but they're hat like that's what I loved. Like with the food thing is is it, it goes back to pig with <clears> Nicholas Cage where he, it's like. Those people that are chefs. Another great culinary. That's a film, not a yes. TV show, but another great, yeah, great uh, culinary adjacent, you know, piece of yeah, art. Yeah, and I thought about that movie a lot when I watched this. Not similar, but the the the. Oh yeah. The 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 realism of it, the 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 respect for food, like when she talks about, you know, all they want to do is, they'll spend a whole day just to make, like you said, for twenty minutes, and that that made that person that person will be talking about that meal for the rest of their life. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was why Sydney got into cooking is to make other people feel happy. Because, yes. like, she, when she was a kid, they didn't have money, so going out seemed like a really special thing. And she remembers how happy it made her to do that. She just wants to give that feeling to other people. And it did, though. Like, the, I, I really I really identify with her as well. Because, like, you know, growing up to a certain point, we, I, we had no money. And, like, you'd go... I remember we'd go... Our big thing was, like, Applebee's when it first came out, yeah. like Sunday after church, or like once in a while. The original one I heard in the third. Day. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and so you'd go there, or we would go to Long John Silver's, and I thought, I mean, as a kid, dude, I thought that was it's like a big deal. I thought that was like a five star restaurant. Yeah, Long John Silver's. Yeah, you know, it's like, and then you get older, and you're like, man, like, but it was five star to us. Yeah, well, that was a big deal for my dad to it, go. We're taking. Well, and as a kid, it's all based on how much you've experienced at that point in your life. Right. And, like, compared to, I don't know, mom's spaghetti at home or whatever it's yeah, going to be. Or, or sloppy uh, Joe's Sorry, or I was whatever. thinking, yeah, yeah. Um, Meatloaf, whatever it may be. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, that's funny. Yeah. Um, anything else to, I know we did the, the vouch, you vouch, I vouch hard on this one. This is, yeah, this man, is a just great show. It. Just watch it. Yeah. Uh, we tried to restrain ourselves when it came to the ending as not to... Yeah, like, and I didn't it. mean to do that to, like, cut you off there, but No, I think, no, no, I think that's the right move. Yeah. I think that's the right move for... Because yeah. this is a show that's still on the air. It's like, it's not... Right. 10 years old well, or something. Well, and that's the most... To me, that's that's the most important thing that they're going to have to discuss in the next season. So that, to me, that's the one thing that, like, maybe we leave for... Maybe they... Yeah. Put it all together and let people watch it, and then we definitely need to revisit after season two and do another... A catch-up to see if we're still... Yeah. You know, if we're still hooked. Yeah. And that, yeah, I, I, I think the show's in good, good hands. I think, and I guess they're getting 10 episodes instead of 
instead of eight uh, oh, nice. for season two. But nice. uh, FX has become like the new HBO. FX has got some terrific well, shows. Started with the Shield, baby. That isn't, yeah, that's like right. Like the edgy thing that brought them, to, yeah. That's right, but they've had like the Americans. Um, yeah, which I need to finish. That was on. You like, started it. We started it, and then. Both of them are in Cocaine Bear, by the way. Oh, are they really? Yeah, well, she's like the main, what's her name, Carrie? Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell's like the main character, but then her husband, Matthew, you know, she's married to that guy, Matthew Reese, mm-hmm. who's, she's married to on and the American show. Yeah. He's, he's, he's got a cameo, too. Okay. Yeah. And, in fact, uh, Margot Martindale's in it, too. She played the, uh, like, the informant, the uh, kind of the older, kind of heavier set woman that she would meet with. See, I don't was, know, not I, not informant. She was like her uh, on Americans. On Americans. Because Americans, I only maybe you didn't get that far. No, I only watched okay. the first two seasons. Anyway, there's three of them from the Americans in Cocaine okay. Bear and okay. Ray Liotta. Oh, yeah, yeah it, was his <laughs> la- it was his last movie, right? I think so. Yeah. Because yeah. I want to revisit the Americans because I really liked it, but it, w- it was weird. Like, because I think that's back when. Well, you would be able to know because we have uh, similar age daughters. But like, I feel like my my daughter was born. When we were, like, the second season, we were watching that. We had watched the second season of Breaking Bad. Like, I never went back yeah. and finished that. So, like, I got to finish Breaking Bad. Yeah. I'm, like, a decade on, and me. I just, yeah. And I really, really enjoyed it. Um, nice. But it's, it's, it's. But I'm, I'm going to let that one, like, when I'm, when the time is right. Because, yeah. like, I don't want to, like, I, I know, like, with shows like that, I don't, I don't want to force my way until I'm ready because I want to be at full peak attention Acceptance attention for it and, and 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 positive you know because like i'm real negative right now just everything i'm a negative person anyway but i'm more negative right now than but this kind of helped me to not be like i, I mean i dude i rearranged my office at work I've, I've done some of these weird things specifically based off just the awakening really <laughs> from the positivity of feeling like a lot like the like you said alive yeah like, i mean and i'm like why am i doing this subconsciously i just it's like okay well I'm trying to like do some stuff now to like like that kind of brought me back out of the funk and now I'm that's just, like, cool man yeah that's so cool I'm like trying to get out even more and be like okay it's all right yeah everything's gonna be cool <laughs> yeah Super I mean that, I I believe that art changes us you know what I mean and that's yeah. that's actually causing you to do something differently at, at work that you might do otherwise well yeah and it's show. it's that's funny cool. because um because of the stuff that that indirectly I'm going through that is directly affecting me nothing I'm fine I'm health-wise right 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 um but it's weird I found myself so like um uh when I was a kid my mom we she loved uh the atomic fireball jawbreakers like she always had them on her you know so we'd always that was like yeah I I still love those things me too they have them up at Houston's at the counter and I'll grab five five cents now are they really they were 12 cents a year ago they were like five cents when we were kids. Yeah, when we were kids, yeah, yeah. If that three cents, five, yeah. yeah. So that was like a thing from my childhood, like the atomic fireballs. Mm-hmm. And then so like I found myself during this dark period from like Thanksgiving till now, like at night, I, I couldn't sleep or whatever. I'd get up and I would watch old like 80s wrestling, like on Peacock. Like Nostalgia Fest. And then like at work, the, the 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 lady at the front desk has a giant thing of those atomic jawbreakers and every I, I never take them but i started take so then i take them home and i'm like sucking on atomic fireballs watching wrestling and i'm like what well then you really like and you're I'm, feeling better yeah because what i was doing is i'm going back and i've been doing this slowly but i'm going back when things were simpler and less correct, yes. chaotic and, and it makes me it takes me right back to being nine ten years old 
It's, you, you know what I mean? And it's so weird how you subconsciously will try to heal yourself or distract yourself and not even, you you're know like, what I mean? Uh, you're taking so yourself weird. back in time and like peeling off layers of jadedness when you, when you were, uh, when, I don't know, like, well, you can drop, you, it's you, like more, it was more innocent for you. Correct. Yeah. I can draw, I can, I can drop my, with, with a, with, with something as simple as an atomic fireball and some eighties wrestling, I can wipe the slate. I can suspend the shit around me Yeah. and go back to my happiest times. Even if it's just momentarily. Just momentarily. And yeah. I, that gets you just a little like, Oh yeah. It's well, just I, super weird. Music does that for me. I know it does it yeah. for, oh, for yeah. you. Yeah. I, I know it does. Uh, yeah. It's, 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 it's strange. It's so strange. Don't let the old man creep in. No, I know. It's well, it's already creeping in. That's what I, I heard. Like, just can't. since we talked last, I, that's what I heard Bill Maher say, I think on his podcast, don't let the old man creep in. Like when you start feeling old, shake yourself out of it and do something that, yeah, you I, don't know, know, I, I don't know if I feel old. I just, or like but, but a, I think the know, fact that I was in so, a rut about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I, but I also think like the fact that I'm aware of that it is good. It is like, you know, it'd be like, oh, I'm going to go just start smoking joints all the time to feel happy like I did when I was sick. Like, uh, right. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, okay. But you also realize like, okay, well, there, that's okay. It's okay for me to do that. But you can't live in that. Like, that's fake bullshit. Like, it's gone. It's I, I don't want to live in the past. But I can use that as a blanket once in a while to help me if I'm in a bad spot like now. I think so. And you know? Yeah, yeah. And especially healthier outlets like you know yeah wrestling and what's 80s wrestling and, and some atomic and, fireball, and atomic fireball. exactly yeah, well, exactly exactly too much sugar you know yeah so because of the nostalgia thing that's, yeah. this, this led me I, I i well hold on before are you going to get into your okay your challenge ahead. yes 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 do you want to talk about any art or anything you've been oh yeah, consuming yeah. We, since we, we did at the beginning don't we yeah and i don't have a whole whole lot myself uh it's been i've been incredibly busy uh, coaching uh, fifth grade girls basketball. By the way, that's how rude of me. That should have been the first thing when I came in. The no, it's all right. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, we won the uh, city you, championship yeah. yesterday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We got Chuck Knoll over here. He, uh, he, uh, isn't it? What? Dude, I had a, <laughs> I had a great, I had a great staff. How cool was it? And though? I had a, it was awesome. It was so rewarding. You know, it, it was its own reward. Uh, so much fun. So many little moments of joy i mean we've been at it for four months we've you guys been, have worked hard yeah i mean this way. started back in uh november right like we had tournaments in the starting the first week of december so we started practicing in november in november and then uh seven week season and then the playoffs and we won the whole thing so we've been at it for a while two practices a week and then a game on saturdays and uh two guys i'm coaching with have been wonderful to coach with i think it's brought us together made us better friends which has been great really good group of kids my my daughter's on the team and uh, so we were at odds sometimes you know because that whole dynamic is is weird but but we came out the other side better and uh you would not believe the level of preparation we did heading to our championship game on saturday what was the final score by the way 20 to 16 it was, so it was close wow. right up until the end it was close and this team we played showed tremendous heart like that's all we could say was like you guys are so so tough and like i mean they didn't so have it, any subs it, or anything and oh, um, really? yeah so it was 
but it was such a cool positive experience we're gonna have like a pizza party to cap it off tomorrow but uh and then now, i get now, to take a nap so it's my understanding that that uh without mentioning grades and school names and all that right kind of right stuff, right uh, I believe, in addition to you, there were, between the boys and the girls, there were four other teams playing for city championships? Yeah, well, four or five, and I think I think there were five, because I think one got in as a replacement for another team, but there were at least four teams, and I think three of the teams won the whole thing, won their whole bracket. And I'm pretty sure bracket. Like, that hasn't happened up there in a while, right? So this Probably not, but we have some great coaches up there, I mean... Great coaches. So, like, do you do you see that this like is this a dynasty that that is happening right now at our at our this, at our children's so elementary my, school? It might be. Right. There's one school, Saint starts with a P, uh, that is the evil empire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, but otherwise, we're pretty solid. And I tell you what, man, CYO basketball is some intense stuff. Oh, like, dude, I, I, co- I coached uh, CYO basketball, not kids, but uh, teen, eighteen uh, year olds. Yeah. And it was... It's intense. I mean, I'm t- even it, fifth grade, it was, it was crazy. And yeah. It was cool. They announced the girls' names before the game, and they had enough respect to like come over and make sure they were pronouncing the names correctly. And they lined up, and then afterwards, was, you know, did the same thing, ceremony, and we got medals and the trophy. And it was, it was really neat. Good and, for you, uh, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, a lot of fun. And, and I bet you the girls loved it, too. Yeah, I think I think they had a lot of fun. I think they they did. So it was it was great. But champions. So that I mean, I'm, we, we mentioned at the busy. outset, we've both been busy. Yeah. Don't do not feel bad in the slightest about not doing this till just now because oh, it's know. been. Well, I know. Like, and wild. the thing is, is dude, I know you're very understanding. So like, it, it, it's but it's I just put it on myself. Like, cause I, nah, you, I don't I didn't don't feel that way. I just I just was like, man, I hope he doesn't. I hope he's not like, oh, we're just stopping this forever. Like, I'm not. Yeah, no, that's why I'm no. like, I got to get this done. So we no, I'm, I'm more like, I don't want to, I, I don't want to push, A, because I don't have time, most of the time, to right. do it any sooner. Well, we want it to and be a And I don't want to become a, a, yeah, I want it yeah, to be yeah, a yeah, positive yeah. thing, and I want it to be something like you feel obligated to do, or I feel yeah. obligated to do. Well, and behind the and, scenes, there's been a couple times either way where, I know there was one time where I was like, dude, I just am not, like, into this i can't no it's not but, but oh. yeah like i can't tonight i'm gonna oh, yeah, yeah and you're like dude let in one yeah. it, so that's like this is it's it's like like we talked about yeah i want to be at uh, full positivity for myself to to, to enjoy like this right is, don't want to be supposed a, to enjoy this absolutely that's what this is it does about. not if it starts feeling like an obligation that's when we need to Correct. stop doing but it, it. it never had and that's probably um, why we've been rolling on here for yeah going on our third year so also. this i was telling you about this book the Creative Act, A Way of Being oh, yes. by Rick Rubin. Dude. Look at this thing. It's four, over 400 pages long, I think. I'm about halfway through Are it. Are you loving it, though? I am loving it. Like, I can't believe it, it's as good as it is, and it's got so much in there, right? Because it's about, it's about how to conjure creativity out of the universe. But he gives you practical tips. Like, practical tips for conjuring creativity. It's like practical mysticism. And I'm I'm kind of a mystical guy mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. Eastern philosophy way more than Western philosophy. Yeah, he and, it though, right? Yeah, um, but it, this is really good. I'm really enjoying it, and it's it, he's like this wise little bearded Buddha, like like holy shit, like he's he's, he's a, on he's on to something in here. Yes, that way. but but the thing like I've always liked him because I feel like people like you and I could be like that if we really told ourselves we could be like him because. He, 
he just has a good ear and he, he that's what it he is makes people feel comfortable and like so like i always am inspired by him because i'm like you know what if i wasn't if i believed in myself a little more at this point in my life i i think i could do what he does he know? considers himself to be like a reducing valve yeah okay he he, he likes to distill an artist into the, like their essential nature by stripping away all the uh, extraneous uh, bullshit and and just i mean a lot of uh, artist's best work, you know, when they have him as producer or whatever, it's kind of like the the core version of themselves, the stripped down version of them. He's themselves. able to tap into what makes them great. What makes them them? Right. You know what I mean? And 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 they may overlook it because you're always chasing a different whatever it he's, may be. He's got you know a wonderful ear for it. Yeah. But, but he the, he doesn't touch a soundboard. No. He, he, he makes he, suggestions. He yeah. just he listens. Yeah. Like quiet and intently, and he makes suggestions. Yes. For people to bring out their best, like that's his whole ball game. Yes. And he's got all these super practical tips for how you could do that if you, you know, if you're a creative person. I know you are. How to harness some of that creativity to pull it out of the ether. To focus it and do. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, because I, I, I will say, um, the most recent Neil Young album, uh, World Record, was produced by. Yeah. Rick, and it was interesting because. I don't want to say that I don't like it because there's some really great moments on there, but it was weird because he kind of like, I, I when I heard that he was working with Neil Young, I was like, oh, how, how's that going to go? Like You don't tell Neil Young what to do, but it sounds like what Rick Rubin did instead is he just created a warm environment and just let him, yeah. he let him and create like At Crazy Horse Neil Young. Here, La, do, yeah, studios yeah. there in Malibu. Yeah, you just... Do your thing, and I'll, I will tell you though there is there if if nothing else there is one song on that album that I'm just like, that's some vintage like Neil Young and Crazy Horse right there just jamming it out like, and I'm like that had to be just the the environment that was and him pulling that, that out created, of him or something, yeah, yeah like letting him like, you know yeah you guys are in your mid seventies and yeah but but yeah he's a fat he's a fascinating fascinating dude he I really mean, is I, I went back. This was a couple months ago, and, and I like Neil Diamond. I'm not ashamed to say it, but yeah, uh, the album that he produced with Neil Diamond, I think it was called Twelve Songs. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic, fantastic. Because what he did is, he was like, "You're a singer songwriter at the heart of like back in the '60s, the the Kentucky Woman, the the songs that you wrote, like, and that's all it is. It's just him and his guitar. It's yeah, beautiful. Well, it's like these, you know, these uh, musicians come to him and they've kind of like forgotten who they are, and he like brings them back to that. Or yeah. I don't know, or just takes them in a different direction that just makes so much sense, like the Johnny Cash stuff. Oh, like, yeah, dude. Um, well, and and I mean, Tom Petty, yeah, Wallflowers. I mean, dude, Petty didn't need Reuben, but like that is one of Tom's finest complete albums. I like, like I like how they needed one more song for the greatest hits. They that, they made and Mary Jane's Last yeah. Dance and Tom Petty which was not obviously want. not a greatest hit cuz it didn't exist at that point Correct. and it it became it, yes. it, be, it was like a self-fulfilling prophecy where it became a greatest hit just because they said we're going to conjure this motherfucker out of the universe and we're going to put it on this album, call it a greatest hit and it's going to become a greatest hit and it is. And it's a bigger hit than every hit on that. That's what I'm saying. I do, like I know. it's nuts. It is. There's something. There's something incredible. like spiritual going on there. Like, yeah. He's he's tapped into some kind of higher power. You know, I don't know. Like, and he's he, got he's really just, clean filters for it, I guess. Well, and he's he's he can read people. 
he can read people better than probably anyone. Yeah. It just there's just you can just he's just like you said he's a, like Mikey he's, could read the room. He's t- yeah, he's a he's a tick higher. He 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 has a he he has a constant bird's eye view. In a in a super a, sensitive a, a antenna. Yes. You know. And I love listening to his voice and listening to him talk. I'm like, I wish I could be that calm and calculated. You ever listen to him and think, like, this is all, like, foo-foo, like, new-agey bullshit? Because, like, that's what you would... No, dude, do you ever listen to his... I don't think that. I don't think... Oh, no, I don't. I don't think that, but I could see why people would think that, that he's, like, this new-agey kind of foo-foo. Well, it's just because he's very... He's very... Even when he disagrees... Yeah. I've never heard a human being... Do it in a more gentle way, like. I got. Yeah. Yeah, but but no, I I uh, I finally, I finally put King Gizzard down for a while. I've been rolling since October on them, and now now all I've been doing the last two weeks is listening to Yes, like seventies Yes. Really. Fantastic Yes. Isn't it? uh, So weird. Isn't it cool when, like, the later iteration of yourself, this version of Bob, this age gets into something like that and appreciates it in a way that maybe a, a previous incarnation yourself could not look man could not enjoy you, I, I i talk with john who we've, we've had on the show i, I talk yeah. with him all the time about it. it's like it's almost like if you are into music mm-hmm. whether whether you you play it or you listen to it or whatever your love with music is like everybody has their own but like you all, no matter what you are, if you're a musician, if you're just a listener, if you're, if it's your passion, if you, you progress, and everything that you listen to, you know, going back to listening to, you know, the Beach Boys. It feels new for, again, or it feels different because you've, you're processing in a different way. Well, and it builds and builds and builds and builds to where twenty years ago, if I would have listened to Yes, like, what are you, what is this, like? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm falling asleep. Like this song's twenty minutes. Like, what are you? Right. And so, like, but now when you listen to everything that you've listened to and you've experienced everything that you've experienced you got a new appreciation for Dude, it. And it yeah it's like progressive music at this stage and i've listened to progressive music often all my whole life but i, I never dove, dove deep in like you know i love genesis and i love king crimson and i love I, these particular things where i'd spend a little time here a little time there but like at this stage in my life now that i'm diving in headlong to it yeah, yeah and you're just like I mean, I don't think I'll ever like the one thing I don't. I don't think I could do the rush. I just can't do it's, rush. It's like, no, <laughs> but I, no. I love. Although the music. I, did, I, I did a rewatch. Uh, I love you, man. The other day, and you know they're big, slapping huge the, rush. Slapping the bass. Yeah. But yeah, so it's like it's awesome now, because you can sit there and I can listen to this stuff and be blown away by it because of all of the training that. <laughs> your ears had and what yeah. you know is good music you've, and what you know you've now you've learned is not. how to listen yes yeah yeah and it's it's i'm not a patient person but it's, what is so weird is like i love baseball i love auto racing i love long so like it's like the the what's the, the the yin and the yang i guess to where my personality is not a but but the older i get the things that i enjoy take patience yeah. So therefore, it's forcing patience on me finally. Which at is a, good. At, oops, at a, at a yeah, at an old age. It's so weird. It is weird. This really is weird. Like, I'm sorry, man. I don't know about you, but like after 40, we're turning. This is turning into like a weird philosophical. But <laughs> doesn't that happen pretty yeah, much whatever, at some man. point in every episode? Yeah, but like after 40, do you do you feel that you? I just see everything differently. Um, and maybe that's because like. 
it, maybe it's not just 40, but it's like where our kids are at. And like where it, it's just a weird. I know I, I, I've lived long enough to know that if I have an, a, a nice long life, I'm like at the halfway point, mm -hmm. right? And so the time that I have left. Hopefully, right. Hopefully, right? And I'm trying to squeeze as much meaning out of it as I can. And so I'm really choosy about what I take in, what I consume artistically. Really choosy about what I do with like every minute of every day and where I put that time. And a lot of it's it's with my kids and with mm -hmm. my family and my wife. And mm -hmm. increasingly service, doing service and stuff like that. And um, is that what you is that what you yeah? Mean? Well, you you you. You, you said it in, in so many words there about, like, you're able now to, like, what makes, what sucks. Perspective. Like, it's perspective. It and, is perspective. And it's what's really important. And, and you know what is and what isn't. And you also are able to, like, you know, there's very few times in your life when you're younger that, like, you soak, like, you soak something in. Be, because you're like, I got to soak this in. I, 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 you know, usually it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you think back and you're like, oh, I can remember all these great concerts and all this cool, but like, it was awesome. But, but very rarely did you like understand the moment. So now yeah. that you can, you're older, you're midlife, you're looking, but you're old enough to, we're old enough to look back on a lifetime. And here's what it is. Here's the sentiment you're trying to hit on. Cause in, like in the TV show, the office, uh, what's his face? The, um, who was the guy that was in um, um, The Hangover? Ed Helms. Ed yes. Helms' character in The Office said, do you ever wish that you knew... It's, I'm going to screw this up, but that you knew it was the good times... The good... When people... What was it? When people talk about the good old times, you know, don't you wish you, you knew, knew that you were in the good old times at that moment? And yeah. I think when you get older, like right now, I realize I am in the good times with my kids the age that they are and all four of us under one roof and really enjoying kind of where I'm at in my career and the close friendships I have like with you and, and doing the service stuff. I know that right now this is the good time. I do appreciate that. And yeah. I am, I am trying to take it all in and squeeze the most out of it and squeeze the most out of life. Well, and those moments, because there, look, there's a lot of it that we're still, you're stuck in a rut and you're just doing, 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 but, like, you can take a step back, like watching this show. Like, yeah. And maybe that's why it means more to, to us than it does our wives or whatever. But it's like you're able to be, like, take it in. And it's not just a TV show. It's not just next episode, next episode. It's like a... It's an experience. You're, yeah, you're able to tap into it and... And, and relate to get, it in yeah, a million different some ways. some sort of feeling and be like, okay, that was awesome. <laughs> Next, you know, so like this stuff that we consume and, and you're very choosy. I mean, there's, there's still some stuff like on the way over here, I was listening to Funk Dubious. Like I haven't, you know, done that in forever when I was in high school, a rap group, you know, you, but like just the one song over here that shuffled onto my iPod, yeah. it, it nostalgic. And I was, I remembered every word. Yeah. And then it takes made, you back to that place. Yeah, and like, and, and it does, it takes you back to where like now I can be like, oh man, I remember that. That was so awesome. But at the time it's just me. Going to pick up a friend, listening to Funk Dubious, and you didn't know so you how did. much that was going to mean to you at one point. Right. Right. That's the weird thing. You don't. Rec you didn't recognize right. the good times when you were in the good times, and now. Yeah. Now maybe. You and do. now, yeah, now you do. So like, when stuff like this, to use a phrase you use all the time, pings your antenna, like. Yeah. You're able to, lock it in and be like, oh man, I remember. 
I'll, I'll always forget that. So then you move forward, and then if you talk about that, you know, 15 years from now, we're talking like, man, you remember the bear? Oh, my God. That's like... That's how your brain works, too. Your brain remembers feelings, right? Like, yeah. it logs those feelings away, and you can instantly recall them. And usually the easiest for, like, music. Yeah. You know, is an easy one to where you'll just... It'll hit you, and you're like, ooh. And there's some I can't even go back. It's like, ooh. Too heavy. Oh, that was bad. Like I didn't realize that was, you know. Yeah. But yeah. It's it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. And and you and you hear older people tell you all the time, like, savor it. Remember this right right and now. You ignore like, it because it's cliche. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because you're just like yeah whatever. But the most profound truths are in cliche. I mean, there's a reason they're cliche. Yes. It's like it's right. The answer is right there in front of your fucking face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the things you've been told a million times. Yeah. That you think are cliche. Well, but those are like the secrets of the universe, man. Well, yeah, but you also have to be able to accept, um, like real truths, not the garbage that we're hit with. With oh yeah, you know stuff that you know we're inundated with, and what's the, what are we supposed to think is nice and kind, and what are we what we're being told is right and wrong and all that stuff. That's the no, that's no. the not. But, but like the shit about, you know relationships being the most important thing and that'll affect your quality of life and yes. like and it being a lonely person is worse than smoking like two and a half packs of cigarettes a day right like yes. that's a profound truth that is like it's it's practical and helpful and like yeah go out and work on your relationships and your friendships and shit like that because you will have a better life or like what else am i going to tell my kids as they get older like um you know uh be a pleasure delayer like delay delay you know cheap thrills now for fruits that bear later yeah right yeah. Do, do all your hard work now when you're younger and all that stuff will bear fruit that you'll get to reap later and it doesn't sound like fun now right like doing this sounds like the kumon talk right yeah right doing your daily tutoring it sucks now but it's gonna you you will see that it's like it's like my wife always tells Tells the, the, my daughter, especially because she's old enough to understand it. But it's. But like, you're not going to hear that sort of thing in the in the media. And I think is where no. you're going with that, like or in 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 mainstream culture, you're not going to hear about the stuff that really matters. Well, no, because if people woke up to the stuff that really mattered, there's a lot of people that'd be out of job, out of business. Like the the politicians would, the governments would be gone. Like that's yeah. what I t- like. If you just removed every government in the world, like no governments existed, and it was just like. People, human to human yeah we would dude It'd probably be okay it would be yeah, you're still gonna have your differences or whatever but it's just yeah. like that's what like and that's the other thing as you get older i like you just start to like when you turn the tv off and you pay attention to your instincts and the people that know your character and the people that you want to be around and you watch the way they act and they and, and you, you see you can figure it out for yourself what really matters just yeah and it's just a... like what is wrong with people like what are you what are we doing? Yeah. Why are we hating each other for no not, reason? I mean, not to go back to Rick Rubin, yeah, but yeah, there, yeah. I mean, there's like a, a, there's a natural harmony to the universe that if you if you tune out all the noise and quiet yourself too, I think it's it's yes. there to like to teach you. Yes. yes. Not to get too uh, foo foo, but. No, whatever, man. All right. It was great. Well, so, hey, one thing I wanted to say before yes. you challenge me. Yes. John, if you're listening, hope you're listening, buddy. <laughs> We're going to bring you back on the air here at some Soon. point. It's, yeah. Um, I did watch The Greatest Beer Run at, at your recommendation. I feel bad that it took me as long as it did because I think you told me about this in December. But it was really good. My wife really enjoyed it. So we're going to do it. We're going to do that? No. I'm, no? no I'm, well, it's your challenge. No, no. I mean, but the, the next time. Um, 
do what? Are we are, are we going to do like uh, to 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 bring him on too for the other thing that we had? Well, it depends. We it depends if that's what you're going to. It's your challenge, so you. No, tell no, I'm going to challenge you to something now. But like, I'm. I'm oh, saying, the time after that. For the time after for the time after that. Yeah. I almost think we should do a because we all like what we were talking about. Yeah. Like I think we should just do a, a one of our. We all like episodes. Bring him if in. If we and can just drag him back over. Nerd here. out. Oh, dude, are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. Okay. He'll love it. So we'll talk about that on the uh, the end of the next episode. Yes, we will. Okay. Yeah, just to. So. I didn't know what I was gonna challenge you to. Right. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do a movie, but. I was thinking like you know a bunch of but I wanted to find some and then I've been in this nostalgia place kid you know watching a team with my kid and wrestling and you know all this stuff. You're gonna do so, a show on 80s pro wrestling? I know we could do. <laughs> are you kidding me? A show? We'd have right. to start a new podcast. Right, right. Well, <laughs> but we definitely should do some sort of a. Uh, It'd be it'd be cool to break format with something completely out of the box. That some wrestling stuff would be because you love wrestling. I, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I know that's not your challenge for no, next. No, but we're gonna we're okay. We're gonna have fun. We gotta yeah. we gotta change this thing. Put up it put it on time. the idea board. Yes, it's on the idea board. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I thought about it and I was like, you know what? I'm I am choosing one of the very first movies I watched as maybe an eight or nine year old that I watched it on cable a lot. The Deer Hunter. No, not the Deer Hunter. <laughs> and it was the first like kind of movie that i saw where that i that i really like liked the weirdness of it and it's not the best movie ever but like now it has like a different meaning as an adult and you'll see i'll read the premise here in a minute but um have you ever heard of the movie the brother from another planet <laughs> no okay no okay so i watched this probably hundreds of times as a kid yeah and my mom got it for me on vhs and it is <laughs> it, it is a it's a sci-fi movie from 1984 Okay. So I was probably watching it in like 86 because it's on cable all the time. <laughs> okay. So I'm... And this is something I'm going to be able to find. It's on Tubi, Pluto, Tubi, Pluto, or Roku with ads for free. Okay. All three of those places. Sci-fi movie. So, so... I'm 1984. Gonna, 1984. And here, here's... I'm just going to read you the plot. I'll get uh, some fireballs. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A mute... Well, this may have been candy cigarette days, to be honest with you. But you can't <laughs> okay. buy those anymore. I know, I know. I was being a smart aleck. Yeah. <laughs> a, a mute space alien crash lands his ship on Ellis Island. Okay. Remember that, because that's kind of important. Okay. Other than his three-toed feet, which he keeps covered, he resembles a black human man. He manages to blend in with the people he encounters um, and engages in one-sided conversations with various denizens of New York City. He secures housing through a new acquaintance at a Harlem bar, able to heal wounds and fix machines by holding his hand over them. He repairs an arcade cabinet there, leading him to gaining a job as a technician. The two men in black, keen on the mute alien's whereabouts, begin to track him and interrogate the people he has encountered. They seek to return him to the planet from which he escaped. Is this a comedy? Kind of. Or is it a fa- like a family movie? What is it? No, what? it's a... It's a it, it's kind of funny. It's sci-fi. It, it's... I, it, is it's, it like a black exploitation film, like a Shaft or something, like no, in that well, vein? Or I can't explain it to you because it's very, it's like, it's just strange. Okay. It has some funny moments. It has some serious moments. It has some sci-fi moments, but it was very profound as a child to me. Like I'm, because I'm, I'm talking. On I was what level? Eight or nine. Like, it was the first time of watching something that like I, I saw a deeper meaning in it. 
Okay. It, 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 like a second as layer. As an eight or nine year old. Yeah, like, wait a minute. This isn't about this. It's an allegory for something else. It's about this. Now, granted, I didn't get it all. But, like, you... So you saw something was going on. And it, it fascinated me. So... All right. So, I was like, you know what? This will be a good... Because I bet you I haven't watched this in 25 years. That's how long it's been. And so now... Okay, I, so you haven't watched it lately No, it's going to be fun. So, I want to... Okay. I mean, Who's I think, in it? Anybody we would recognize? No, um, yeah, there, there's one... I'm trying to think of the guy's name. The, the main guy, Joe Morton, he's like a B... He was a B-movie actor back in, in the 80s. Okay. Um... But I'm curious to see... Gee, we just keep coming up with some more and more obscure shit. But isn't that great, though? Yeah. Like, I'm curious to see... I mean, not great if you're trying to build a fan base and you put out shit that nobody's ever heard of, but we do that every episode. Yeah, but that's what's great about this. And then hopefully there's, like, even if there's one person that that finds this, something that we like or we talk about. Yep. That's all this is about, man. Exactly. So... Exactly. But I will tell you, I will will give you a little... Robert... Roger Ebert, when this came out, gave it three and a half stars. Holy shit. And I was looking. I wanted to check uh, Rotten Tomatoes um, to see what it... I, always, I, I respect respected Ebert. as I mean, usually he, like, my tastes were pretty aligned with, with, with his. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So okay. that's... I mean, there's yeah, the... It's... Wow. 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. And then 75% viewer audience score. So that's, I, yeah. I, I it's think, higher than some of the other stuff you've given me. I think. <laughs> <laughs> what's that supposed to mean? No, just no. shit. So, so uh, <laughs> I'm curious to see. This is going to be fun for both of us. All right. Because I think that you will really, you're able to like look past the, the time it was made and the budget and the like, yeah, you know, what's going on. Yeah, appreciate it for what it is. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, I mean, I think... I think the last time, I mean, I, I lived at my, it was probably 2000, maybe I, I watched this one time to just like revisit it because it was such a, it was very, very impactful to me as a child. Okay. As an eight-year-old, nine-year-old, which you're probably going to, I mean, it's, it's what more, What made you remember it or think about it again? Here? Like why, yeah, like why? I don't know. If it just I, popped it just in popped, your head? It, it, it just. Some. Popped into mystical my mystical Rick Rick Rubin shit. It's just well, it was just I was talk I was thinking nostalgia and I was just thinking about like you know wrestling and things I did when I was a kid and whatever. And then the other day at work, a, a brother from another planet, the brother from another planet, popped, popped into in. my head. And like there again. And I was like, so I searched it up and was like, whoa, like we can get this on. They have this. They have, you know yeah. I, I used to have it on DVD. I don't know if it's in a box somewhere, but. <laughs> Yeah, like it's uh, right. it's crazy. It'll Let's be it. it'll, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun for both of us, right? Because it it it's yeah. gonna mean probably something different to, like we were just talking about. Yeah, I'm not I'm not 21. I'm, you know, middle age now. Yeah, so. definitely not eight. Yeah. So yeah. the brother from another planet. Uh, for those of you that are listening, Pluto, Roku, or Tubi. I'm going Tubi because Tubi's my Your jam. That's my jam. But yeah, All right, man. I will check Pretty it out, bad. and then we will do what we talked about doing. It'll be my challenge next time to you, and we'll try yeah. to bring John on for that. Oh, dude, he'll be, he'll be down for that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm looking for, we're, we're, onward and upward. Onward and upward. And I like, I like. We should, we should have him in frequently. He was great. He's yeah. It was he just, was a great it's, addition. It's just fun. It's a fun. Yeah. It's just a fun hang. Yeah. You know, it's an excuse to see John too. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, and just to get his thoughts on anything, it's I'm always interested to hear yeah, what like, he has to say. He's kind of like a Yoda to me sometimes, like a very yeah, very profound, but at the same time, just a normal, you know, normal dude, yeah. mu- musical Yoda. Yeah, musical Yoda. There, yeah. yeah, he is a musical Yoda. He is. He has <laughs> definitely opened my mind to so many things that you know. I mean, he's known me since I was 14, so he's watched this maniac. Yeah, come from them to now. This. And 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 music was the way that we really kind of connected our friendship as we as as I got older and, and he got older. Well, and then, I mean, like we saw in the show, it's good to have mentors. You oh, know, dude. it's good to well, but then it's fun to go mentors. backwards too. Like we all give each other. That's what I love is when you you give and then that person hooks in and it's not even about like like it's not even about that you turned them onto it. It's just about watching them like react to it. You get the yeah. You know yeah. We all get it. This is right. great. We can uh, all... one more person we can nerd out about <laughs> talking about right. whatever it may be. Right. You know. Yeah, for that thing where it's kind of hard to find somebody else that even knows what the hell you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, that's great. All right, man. Anything else? No, dude. I, as always, I, I enjoy this. This is a lot of fun, and hopefully, uh, the people that um, uh, that listen. And again, like, do we we get? Got to give out the, uh, what, what, wait, is it sspod at gmail.com. That's right, yeah. Is the email address. So if there's if there's something that somebody's listening and they have something that... Hey, we know people are listening. We've seen, yeah, we know we've people seen are the right. numbers. Right, but you I mean... You guys are a quiet bunch. Yes, but but let us know. Like, if you want to, like, give us a challenge. Yeah, well, I'll reiterate, cool, right? you know, if you send us a comment, my wife will make you some swag on a cricket and we'll send it your way. You want an SSOS magnet? <laughs> Done. <laughs> <laughs> just, want a laptop sticker just, we can make that happen we'll give you a p.o box send us a self-addressed envelope and we'll no i'm just kidding right <laughs> all right we'll we'll wrap it up here this is ben and bob sending out an ssos thank you for listening to secret sources of sustenance We'd like to thank Ishi from Dallas, Texas for allowing us to use their music in our podcast. Check them out at IshiMusic.com, Ishi Music on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, at Ishi Music on Twitter. Their music is available on all major streaming platforms. Thank you as well to David Thexton at David Thexton Photography for allowing us to use his photo in our cover art. Please visit DavidThextonPhotography.com for more of his amazing work. And thank you for the production help we've received from Marquee Creative. For commercial, corporate, or any video or audio production help you need, visit MarqueeCreativeKC.com. <laughs>